podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Betting Media. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Cricket Betting Podcast with Sports Betting Media. I'm James Butler taking you through this one and we're looking ahead to the second test match. Joined by Graham Harcastle, cricket journalist. Graham, how are you? Yeah, not so bad, James. Yourself? I'm very good, thank you. And I'm, I'm absolutely delighted that we got cricket back. I thoroughly enjoyed, well, all four days, I think you can say, because the first day was a bit of a, a damp squib, literally. But uh, the first test match was superb and it bit us in the backside a little bit, didn't it, in terms of our pro-England series bets and pro-England test match bets because West Indies have now won four of the last six test matches they are the Wisden trophy holders and they outperformed England at the Aegeus Bowl they were exceptional weren't they in every kind of sense really they it was just a really good kind of all-round performance and and they they stood up just when they were needed you know you look at somebody like a Jermaine Blackwood for example he looked all at sea in that first innings didn't he and and then just when you're kind of thinking to yourself well we should be able to to get him here he really stood up and, and dug in and, and produced a, an innings that, that many people perhaps didn't think he was capable of and took them over the line so that was an example of their real doggedness and, and determination to, to take a 1-0 lead a lot of talk about team selection ahead of the uh, the second test match. So bear that in mind, punters out there, because that England bowling attack might rotate a little bit and there may be some changes at the top with Denley likely to step aside for Joe Root and question marks against Joss Butler with the wicket-keeping gloves as well. But we're going to have a look through the various betting markets ahead of the second test match. Joe Root comes back in, as I say, to captain England. Ben Stokes goes back to being vice-captain again. In terms of uh, winning this test match, England are very short, around about 2-5 to five in the betting markets. West Indies a 7-2 to two after winning at the Aegeus Bowl and outplaying England at the Aegeus Bowl. Those markets are very much set for England, who do have a habit, though, of bouncing back after disappointment. Yeah, they do. As you say, it's a very short price, though, isn't it? I wouldn't be... I do think they will win the Test match, but I wouldn't be kind of saying that with any great certainty. And for that reason, I think I might just leave that market alone. Well, let's have a look through the batting and bowling markets then for our listeners to see if we can guide them in, in the right direction. This is obviously batting markets for the first innings that the bookies provide. Joe Root coming back into the England side is 5-2. to two. Ben Stokes is 4-1. to one. Dom Sibley is in there at 9-2, as is Rory Burns. Zach Crawley is 5-1. Ollie Pope, 11-2. Joe Denley, 7-1, although he probably won't play. Josh Butler is 9-1, although he might not play. Chris Wokes is 33-1, and the rest are bigger. Joe Root coming back into that side. He likes Old Trafford, doesn't he, Graham? Is he the obvious pick there? Yeah, he is. Yeah. From my point of view, I would look a little bit more left field when when backing route. Look at him at five to two and then look a bit further down the market and a batsman to score a hundred in the match is seven to two. I quite like that actually, for a couple of reasons. One you get two chances on him scoring the 100, both innings. You know, both innings kind of are in play there. And also, I would be surprised if we go through two test matches without a 100 in the match. Quite like that. Equally, I quite like the, the Ben Stokes 100 in the match as well at 92. That's not. I don't think that's a bad pun. You've seen a lot of cricket at Old Trafford. It's generally a, a decent track for batting and it tends to be decent for fast bowlers and it offers a little bit of help for the spinners as the match progresses. That, would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, it's one of the best pitches in England. You know, no doubt about that. You know, I, I see a lot of cricket, as you say, at Old Trafford and at Headingley. And they're two of the most engaging surfaces for cricket in the country. They have something in it for everybody. And that's what you want when watching a game of cricket, don't you? And it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me to see runs scored. You know, I think this would 
be a little bit more of a, a batsman-suited game, but doesn't mean that bowlers won't prosper. Joe Root, is it a worry that he hasn't played for so long? Obviously, there's a, an element of rustiness about England's performance at the Aegeus Bowl. He strikes me, though, as somebody that's a little bit more of a natural cricketer than, than some of the others that looked a bit rusty. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, yes, there. You know, you can't rule out the rustiness, but but equally, he will be he will be on a high personally from you know the birth of his second child. That that will bring a kind of bounce to him in a sense. There will be a, a, a significant determination to get England back into this series. He won't want a, a home loss to the West Indies on his watch. Yes, I realise that Ben Stokes is captain the first test, so it's not all down to him. But he will be the captain at the end of the series, talking about a defeat if it comes. Um, um, and he, won't, he certainly won't want that. Let's move on to the West Indies then. Their first innings top batsman, Shai Hope, is the favourite at 7-2 alongside Craig Brathwaite at 7-2 who took this market at the Aegeus Bowl. Campbell is in there at 5-1. Chase, 11-2. Brooks is 11-2. Blackwood's 13-2. Holder's 9-1. Dowrich is 12-1. And the rest are bigger. Shai Hope's a strange one because he hasn't scored mountains of runs for a long time and yet he's always seems to be favourite in this market. For me... Craig Brathwaite looked really good in the first innings at the Aegeus Bowl. But the man that I backed to land the series market in this one, Shamrod Brooks, I thought looked a million dollars in that first innings at the Aegeus Bowl. He got a good ball in the second innings and went quickly. But 11-2 to on somebody who can obviously hold the bat, scores reasonably quickly and looks a very accomplished player. I think it's a decent price in that market. Yeah, I mean, Brooks was excellent in that first innings. He, as you say, he looked great, didn't he? Uh, first time I've seen him bat and looked the best out of the West Indies batsmen. So a little bit of a little bit of kind of form behind him and building himself into the series. I think he's very, very decent shout for winning that market in the second test. Moving on to England's bowlers. Jimmy Anderson on his home ground, 11-4. Archer, 11-4. Broads, 3-1. Woods, 7-2. Wokes is 4-1. Stokes, 4-1. Bess, 6-1. And the rest are bigger. Hard market to call this because England are bound to rotate as we go through this series and the Pakistan series to follow. One constant in their lineup, I think, will be Don Bess, who's 6-1, who does interest me because at Old Trafford he will get a bit of help with his spin although that might not come in the first innings is this a market to avoid or is this one to maybe take a little bit of a kind of educated scoop on yeah, I think it, I think it's one that I would be looking to avoid. Um, I think I'd be a little bit more confident going on the West Indies bowling market, actually. Well, I'll tell you what, let's just move on to that then. Let's let's leave the first innings bowling alone because it is a little bit of a lottery because we're not quite sure who's going to play. First innings bowler for the West Indies, who are likely to be largely unchanged after winning that first Test match. Holder is eleven to four, their captain. Roach is eleven to four. Gabriel is three to one. Roman Reefer, who didn't play in that first Test match, is four to one. Joseph is nine to two. Rakim Cornell, who didn't play in that first test match, he's 9-2, and the rest are bigger. Roston Chase might be worth a mention as well. He's a 13-2 shot with his off-spin. Who appeals to you there? Not quite sure how, how the odds are compiled that a bloke who played in the first test match is, is less likely to be the top wicket-taker than a, a bloke who didn't. But anyway, there we go. I, you know, I'm not 100% sure about that. The, the one I'd certainly be going on is, um, is Shannon Gabriel. You know, He was superb in that, that first test in both innings came into the series with form, having uh, having taken wickets in the warm-up game. I think he had a little bit of a fitness cloud over him, didn't he, prior to the series. He'll be riding the crest of a wave. And I see no reason to change my opinion from, from the first test. I thought he I thought he would be the, the leading wicket-taker in the series ahead of 
ahead of that first test, and I'm certainly not changing now. Sean Gabriel, he's, he's mean, nasty, fast. He, I think he bowled the second quickest delivery in that first test match, just behind Mark Wood. So he's a pretty nasty kettle of fish when it comes to being an England batsman to face him. I guess the only thing I'd say is that Jason Holder was the first innings leading wicket taker for the West Indies at the Aegeus Bowl. He's a really good player. 11 to 4 on him interests me as well. So that's the uh, the West Indies bowling markets there. To finish off this podcast, looking ahead to the second test match at Old Trafford, big market on the player of the match at Old Trafford. Joe Root coming back into the side 6 to 1. Stokes is 6 to 1. Anderson 7 to 1. Archer 17 to 2. Broad 10 to 1. Burns 11 to 1. Wood 12 to 1. Pope 12 to 1. Jason Holder 12 to 1. The first of the West Indians in that list. And Dom Sibley is 12 to 1. The rest are 14 to 1 or bigger. Going to give you two options here. I'm going to pick two as well just to finish this podcast off. Give me two names for potential players of the match and why. Well, I think England will win the test. So I'm going to take two England players, one Joe Root and two Ben Stokes. I think they are England's two best players. As as I was talking about that 100 in the match, I I kind of fancied them both to stand up and perform. So yeah, I think that Root will probably edge my edge my kind of bets out of the two, but I think that Stokes is is very capable as well as wickets, runs and catches. I want to go with Joe Root as well, coming back into the team, leading the team. I think England will win and I think he will play well as a result of that. So six to one on him. He's the favourite. You've picked the two favourites, so you're very predictable. I'm going to go a bit a bit lower down as well, though, Graham, um, and think of uh, the fact that Old Trafford does help spin at times. And if England do win, then Don Best, the off spinner, 22 to one. Might be just worth a little half-stakes nibble there because Don Best could be the star of England's win if uh, spin is king at Old Trafford. Graham Hardcastle, as always, thank you very much for your time. No problem. And if you followed at SBM underscore podcasts during the first test match, you know I was doing end of day little updates for you on the SBM podcast and putting the occasional tip on there live throughout the test match as well. So give that a follow at SBM underscore podcast. We'll see you next week, though, for the look back at the second test and the preview of the third test. Gamble responsibly and good luck with all of your bets. Sports Social Podcast Network.